My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Matt, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing a level one character. When we last left Sigma, he had shown the Sun Elves the extent of his divine powers and cowed even his most ardent detractors. They fell to the knees around him, and for the first time, the Illithid felt true worship, empowering him as nothing ever had before. Oris's sister abandoned her plans for revenge and devoted herself to Sigma, preparing the other scouts for a long trip across the Torahora Desert. right at me yeah i'm gonna look right at her too um i almost want to do detect thoughts but sure i i don't i yeah. want to i want her to tell me i want her to say i don't want i don't want to read her thoughts i want her to read her thoughts to me you okay. know what i mean right you want because so far i go you. directly to like don't even tell me lies i know what you're thinking sure. that kind of a thing no i want you to so I level with, I no, I don't. I do not level with this food, but I look at this food. I almost do. Right. Sigma confused at this moment. I look at this food in its face and I gargle forth. Why are you afraid of me? Do you say it out loud? Yes. Okay, so do you know how uh, Illithids speak? <laughs> Basically, I mean, that's what they, but they can mimic human sounds. They can mimic common and elven and everything. Mm. And they can do it by, uh, according to uh, Volos, they put their own tentacle down there. So they jam a tentacle into their own throat and curl it back as a mimicked tongue. Oh, so if amazing. you want, amazing. so you could speak in this like horrid, you know, deep, terrifying speech, but it's, but, it, but it'll sound like common to them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do that then. I'm going to roll. Will say okay, so she is more frightened, and, hmm. uh, and but is like is like you know her her you know her jaw <laughs> is clenched, her eyes are locked open, mm -hmm. sweat and is beating on her forehead, and she's and she's and she's gagged. Mm. Uh, she's not she's not blindfolded, just gagged, and her hands yeah. are in front of her, bound to this ring, so she can't move. Mm. But yeah, I mean there is terror in her eyes, but she still is managing not to look away. Okay, uh, kind of confused and almost shaking my head like why would I even do this experiment in the first place cancel this whole thing I do my routine where I I kind of shake my head I remove the tentacle from down my slimy beak right. which is gross yeah yeah and I just look at her in the face and say you have failed your people you have failed to stop Sigma and then I scratch her scalp with my unhinging jaw and suck out her consciousness. She's from a town to the south, and that south town is Avanos. It is just north of Capena, and it is a uh, rich farming town. There's a bend in the river, and there's a deep flood plain, and there is riches of rice and corn and other um, harder uh, vegetables, wheat, things like that to be... Dog um, food. Animal food. <laughs> right, right. Food, right. Food for the dogs who feed you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that's where she lives. And she lives, uh, she was uh, trading at the, at the, uh, 
time. Uh, there's some like extra details you don't care about, but like great to her the spouse, her, her you know spouse passed away, and like like like, like there's all these like right. extra details coming out. You're like okay, whatever labyrinth to the labyrinth. I've got enough to kind of contemplate. And one bit that I that Sigma does contemplate and kind of going back to that experiment, why are you afraid of me? Who because Sigma has never again, he doesn't have a will of his own, or he doesn't think he was birthed from the will of his own, but his will is to conquer. Right. So he has never been an individual. Right. He doesn't know what that is. Right. He was. He, it was will, but not he just can to in, conquer. But like for the, again, conquer. Right. In quotes. Yes. Right. Because in his mind, it's just the community. It's like does an ant colony does consider an ant colony it? Th think it's conquering? And even if it does, does does a coral think it's conquering? Because corals expand and fight and push at the edges. I mean, is it just making room for itself? Right. So this yeah. is a side effect of taking a hive mind creature and running the software of an individual on it. Mm -hmm. And it is conflicting, contradictory, makes Sigma confused, doesn't really like it. I know that I, Sigma can do it. And for a minute, there's the temptation to try to to summon forth this woman or maybe the raider or maybe the dwarf to try to take on the form. Maybe it'll be different, but really Sigma knows it won't be. They're all lesser creatures. They're all to be tamed. It's lonely being the king it is especially because it's being exposed to you because there's been the now now you've it, you've experienced uh brother sister bonding you've mm -hmm. experienced um and from elder respect i wonder if all the gods feel this way right how do they all feel what are they are they all just you you were raised believing you were god you were god of this world was it something bigger was it just was your world just preparation to be a god and to be planted so are all of them like you no sleep that night yeah right right <laughs> fuck goddamn existential crises <laughs> being god is hard as soon as the sun dips below the ridges of the mountains above you um they're loading up the giant actually no they wouldn't they wouldn't bring them down. They would load those bitches at the top. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, outside of the community, already in the sand, you hear a couple, I guess, laughing howls of the hyenas because mm -hmm. they have that weird laugh. I can't wait to hear that on the podcast. And it'd be like right. low and guttural, so I have to like up the dip giant. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's terrifying. All right, so up there, yeah, I can hear the laughing of the... That's good. So you are met by Azari, who comes to your chambers. And again, I mean, you, you have worshippers, but Azari is just... He's the number one. Yeah, he buys into everything. Right, right. He's the altar you know, boy. Every and like he 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 purposely tries to spend time with you. Just just like wants to be around you. Just mm -hmm. like 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 any any moment they can spend assisting you, mm -hmm. doing anything, mm -hmm. is beneficial to them. So where they would normally send a page to help you with your desert gear and you know gearing up you know he's you know he's there adjusting your shin yes. guard himself you know we're talking about the the armor that these people have because i mean they're in the subterranean lair so correct they're, they're from these creatures that come from the lake or the oh aquifer, yeah right so these, think of like manatees but like under what like like underground cave manatees right gross yeah yeah so like this this huge so this water that seeps out of the walls to the east and you know forms a small waterfall as it gathers in a this deep pool mm -hmm. that water goes down and down and down way down into these subterranean gigantic lakes and mm -hmm. some of them pop up and have pockets of air right. right and are clearly fed and have exits to air to somewhere else right and so these these like underground manatees formed where they're they're translucent and blind and they pop up to breathe and go back down and like and they and they chew this like bioluminescent kelp so there's this glow about them mm -hmm. and so they are you know killed yes. dragged to the surface and that's what you do if you're a guard if you're going to be part of if you're going to be doing combat that yep. is part of the initiation oh you've yeah. got to go down swim down and get one get one yep. come back so the armor that i would wear uh, just for technical purposes is medium armor yes um 
proficient. Yeah, Very because good. it's actually because um, unlike uh, normal manatees, where it'd be hide, they actually have scales. So they're kind of like snake manatees, or almost like pachydermis skin is how I imagine. Yeah, it. almost like an elephant yeah, skin, yeah, right? Kind of like flaps of it, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. Like thick and not quite hide like more armor like. So it's you almost have this... like the scales of uh, like a Gila monster. Yeah, we're, yeah, that's how I imagine yeah. it anyway. So I would we're say, off on a thing but it's unbelievably light. Mm. Because they have to be, you know, don't, don't have neutral buoyancy, right? So it's mm. the, it can't be heavy to weigh them down. So it's very, very strong, but very, very light. Mm. So I would say that you have a scale male, mm. right? That has the properties as if it was mithril. So it's Whoa. half, it's half Whoa. the weight, right? And it's slightly magical. Not enough to give it a plus one, mm -hmm. but enough to give it more of a like, uh, it, it, it will wear as quickly. You know, it can't be damaged as easily, mm. that kind of thing. Okay. All right, so I have my AC written down as 13 for armor and then plus two for a shield if I were to, don, if I were to don this stuff. Yes. But I'm not going to don it until we get to the until we get to the ruins yeah. of Sephora. The shield, by the way, um, how that happened, and we, we didn't play this, but I'll just kind of mm -hmm. write it in as like a little side picture. So as you were training with um, uh, with uh, Oris's sister, uh, Osinia, right? Uh, no. Damn it. Uh, Osonia? Osonia. Yeah. As you're training with Oris's sister, Osonia, um, eventually, you know, she had you uh, training against some of the younger uh, scouts, but eventually picked up a sword herself. And you know, once you, once she saw that you were comfortable enough in this body, that you had enough of her brother's reflex memory, right? Mm -hmm. She went after you. And you guys fought for a while, and she got a little more aggressive than you expected. Mm -hmm. And as her club was coming down, she was using, you know, you know, you're yeah, right. Exactly. As her club was coming down towards your face, your arm went up and this shield appeared. It's almost as if like, it looks like to her, your the flesh of your arm opened up and this inky blackness mm -hmm. kind of just like, just kind of flowed into the air as if it was water and then solidified into the shield just as she struck down. And I'm ready for the journey to the ruins. Oh, yeah, you are. And your paladin abilities are now manifest. You mm -hmm. don't know what they are. Level, you don't, level four. Yeah, you wouldn't call them being a paladin. You would just call them being a god. They're they're no they're really no different to you than any of these other abilities that you're manifesting. Conquest paladin in my own name. You worship and conquest in your own name. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So you guys are all dressed up, I suppose, and setting out. There's you. There is Azari. There is a Sonia. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so there is the captain of the guard of the the captain of the scouts, the lieutenant of the scouts, because she has now taken her brother's place, mm -hmm. and nine others, and these are the best ones. Mm -hmm. She immediately assigns two of two of them to break off and to head towards Abasti with uh, any with those with that tax money or whatever. Sure. To gather or purchase anything we might need from there in order to fortify the ruins of uh, the the ruins of Sephora because I want to use that as a base of operations for a couple reasons. One, to keep our home of Valladuid a secret and also because it's going to be close enough to launch raids. But I don't want to be openly aggressive against Abasti right now because, I mean... We'll because there's we'll, ten of you. We'll conquer yeah. them eventually, but I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a bloodthirsty warlord, but there's an order of operations here. Are you bloodthirsty? Are you a warlord? Well, according to the tenets of the of the conquest paladin, I guess I'm not bloodthirsty. I am a conqueror. Yeah. Yes. But what is a conqueror to to you? A conqueror is just to you probably just an establishment of order where there is chaos. This is all just chaotic. This is all just so disorganized and so messy. Yeah, I'm making right what was wrong in my own eyes, which yeah. is again to bring the sun elves back to their original home. Yes, to put bring them where they belong. To restore order. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So put what them I want on these the backs of those who they should be subjugating. That's just again, it's just natural for you. It's a natural order. Right. Anyone who resists it is just wrong. They're just wrong. They're You're just wrong. wrong. Right. They're going against nature. Yes. They're going yes. they're going they're an abomination. Mm. Yes. So, yeah, I want scouts to go to Abasti in order to, with that tax money, to purchase 
anything that we may need in order to, and I trust them. Yeah. They basically set up camp in the ruins of Sephora. Is that kind of the idea you're going for? Yes. And we're going to, we're going to uh, fortify, I mean, because if I'm, if I'm going to use that as a base of operations, I don't want to have to go back to Valladolid. I don't want them to go back to Valladolid. Nor do you want to strip them of resources. It makes sense. So what I want to do is I want to look for any oases along the way or any forms of life. I want to use my life detect abilities if I Uh, can. Yes. I'm glad you bring that up. Because this is 10 miles out at this point. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, I I, I think the cat's out of the bag. Mm. So you are the demigod of life. Now, you don't know that yet. But you are the demigod of life. You are the, the arisen. God of life. The, sorry, pardon me. Okay. I'm so used to playing rise. It's okay. You are the arisen god of life. So, <gasps> and one of the first things you can do as the arisen god of life is sense life. And now, within how 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 far the distance did we say? Uh, at fourth ten level? miles at fourth. Yes. Level. So at ten miles, you can sense life. And well, like if there was like a human being at 10 miles, like you might get the faintest little blip. It might even be hard to tell f- mm-hmm. from is like that a background rat or noise, is it right? a... Yeah. What is that? Or is that anything at all? But if there was an oasis with life surrounding it and life depending on it, mm-hmm. right? So it's, so it's, it's not just the being there, but the intent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, and, and oasis is vital easily. You can pick yes. them up. So as you all are moving, uh, their scouts know of some of these things. They have mapped out some of these things around them, but they haven't mm-hmm. gone too far out, yeah. right? And as they're getting to the edge of what they know after about a week of travel, and you have one more week to go, as they're getting to the edge of what they know, you're picking out things that they never knew. And they don't understand how you're doing it, but you're always right. And you have, and so you're able to like every couple of days hit some sort of oasis or large field of cacti that have water mm-hmm. within them, and you're always able to lead your people to food or water Almost or safety. Like a- your hand goes up, and you think, okay, and you think of like wanting to find an oasis, and like two tentacles go up. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like hang like diving rods. And as uh-huh. soon as you get near water, no, I'm kidding. That's yeah, that'd be great. Like a <laughs> dowsing rod. It does not happen, but yes, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I levitate up in the air and spin like a, right. like a compass. This way. And, right, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, what I want to do with that information is once I get to the ruins of support. So this is kind of a complex plan, but I, I wrote it out. What I want to do is. Everybody's going to the ruins of Sephora, except for the two that split off to Abasti to get some stuff. Yes. And that stuff is going to be, you know, any tools we might need in order to fortify, any beasts of burden we might need to, food we might need, yep. slaves that I'm going to need to eat because I don't want to eat my own here. Yep. So I'm going to buy a couple of slaves. Fair enough. Because slavery is fine in Rizon. Well, I mean, slavery is legal in Rizon. Is legal in Rizon. Yes. Everything is, anything about, any debasement for money is legal in Rizon. That is how Rizon exists. Money is superior to humanity. This cult of metal is a mysterious thing. So I, I want that. And then what I'm looking to do is use these oases as a point to um, just to gather from. So when we're staying at the ruins of Sephora, we don't have to go the way all the way back to Via de Weed in right. order to get anything back. You want to kind of set up here, depending on what's already there. Depending on what's it. there. But like right. you want to bring a bunch of supplies and wagons and like larger creatures that could carry these things as opposed to these, hy- yes. these hyenas, which are decent and fast and can help you defend, right? Mm-hmm. And also guard the camp at night. And so when you've been, you know, right. setting up, they kind of patrol. Also, there's elves to watch you too. But like they're not as useful... For carrying a bunch of supplies for right. a long-term thing, that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, yeah, like I said, a couple, a couple slaves. That's okay. good. All right, so at the, so then at the first week out, right, um, you find a particularly large uh, oasis. They, they did not know was there, and it is gorgeous and lush and just surrounded on all sides with such thick vegetation. You can only really approach from from like the north and you kind of come down like right on top of it and it is just filled with this crystal clear water that is surprisingly deep and the elves around you are joyous at finding it they mm-hmm. consider this another blessing fantastic okay so when we fill up our uh jugs or water skins or whatever it is it is getting it is getting uh the sun is coming up oh we're so it's a good time to find us probably a good time to camp here okay we are going to camp here yes they set up this um they've been like collecting as the as you've hit different oasis you've noticed the elves have been collecting pieces of wood and at this one they've managed to form and you know it's it's basic but right at the edge of the water they formed a throne for you 
Good. I uh, I sit in the throne. Who are you right now? I am Sigma. Okay, excellent. Azari and Asonia uh, uh, approach you as you sit and begin to wash your arms and legs and feet from all the sand and dust of oh. the day. Great, I let them do it. Yeah. I, let them, I let them bathe me if they if they wish. They, sure. the, you can you can feel their joy. Like they are sold at this point. They are as true they worshipers. I've they, led them to oases in the desert. Yeah. I mean, what else do they? I've given them an eternal life. You're welcome, guys. They're a hundred percent on board. You're welcome, guys. And they're so. And but they're also your. Uh, they're also your uh, your advisors. So like as they're going through the task of washing mm -hmm. the sand from you, right? Yeah. They're also telling you um, how they're doing, how they're tracking, yes. where they believe they are in the desert and how they believe that their time is going well. Yes, good. I All can... the plans so far seem to be going as planned. With every day I gain more strength. Good. We will, we will get to the ruins of Sephora in... About a week. In about a week. Which is right when you'll really need to eat. I can last until then, but know that my hunger grows. I do not want to send one of you to heaven early. <laughs> no, no. So as you say that, uh, <laughs> I don't want I to send you no. to heaven. No, I like that. I like that. It's kind of like a, it's like a Han Solo movement. You're like, yeah, we're fine. How are you? Are you well? Yes. Okay, good. Oh no, like, no. I don't want to send you to heaven. So as you say that, Azari, like, they're both into it. Like, mm -hmm. they go, you know, but... Asonia, there's more of a like almost a longing because mm. she knows her brother is there. Is there right? And she could spend eternity with them. Right. And they were twins, so they were very close. And and whenever you're with Asonia, like even now as Sigma, as you feel her hands kind of go up your arm and gently and lovingly wash the sand from you, there's a connection there that's different than the others, mm -hmm. and that. You understand what it is, and you 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 know it's the same feeling as when you wear her brother. Yeah, but it's also different. Mm. It's also like it's 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 as if there was a connection that reached through you to touch him. I don't want to be caught up in these weird base animal emotions anymore. So that's cool and everything, but uh, I'm going to say enough. I can we stop. Uh, I'll we finish. Uh, if there's anything left, I've got to wash. I'll wash it myself and um, to, to rest easy, make sure that the hyenas are fed and watered. The, the scouts know what they have to do in order to make it work. They know absolutely they know how to make it work. As long as we are fed and watered and ready to go, Gosh, we're gonna have to try to sleep through the day. Oh, well, you guys have been doing it so often. I mean, this oh, is just like this the week, so okay. you've been doing it, yeah. Right. Okay. So we're gonna. This is a great place. We're I mean, gonna zip up our. We're gonna zip up our body bags yeah. like, right. The, right. like the van, like the vampire time traveling cyborgs. cyborgs that we At are. some point, guys, I have to have a side conversation with you about a vampire game I was in with Michael for like seven years. But yes, vampire <sighs> time traveling cyborgs. Yes. However, no, you have, uh, it, in fact, this part of the best place you have rested because there's shade, there's, there's trees above you, wide leafy palms. Mm. So, and there's a foliage on the ground that's just as thick and, you know, you know, leaves the, you know, the size of your body that you could easily so lay know, beneath. I mean, I have to rest for the whole time and I know they only have right. to meditate for four hours. Mm -hmm. I just want to know, and I mean, what would they do during the four hours after, this that, while do. I'm resting? Well, they resupply themselves they comb out the fur of the hyenas they make sure they're watered they all cook for themselves and mm -hmm. eat they rest and talk and plan and also they guard you so mm -hmm. while you sleep i said to you there there's a small tent for you mm -hmm. or whatever because they can't be that fancy but they set up in the best area and they set up in the most shade and they move the industry away from you that they're that they're <laughs> doing so they don't they don't bother you but in addition to that at all times there are two guarding you, okay? So at all times there are two awake and guarding you mm -hmm. and two meditating on either side of you turned inwards. Okay. So they are looking after your physical and spiritual being at all times. Wow, yes, good. Didn't even think about that. They did. I mean, I thought I, I thought about it. I'm a, I'm a god, of we course. We did it, but you, you, know. you wished it and we knew, my lord. We are here at your beck and call, therefore everything we do is your desire. 
if there's anything I can do before we head out again for the next week of travel, what it's going to do is try to focus on my magical abilities, my innate abilities. So your divine abilities. Right. So what are your paladin abilities up to level four? My paladin abilities up to level four? Sorry, sorry. What are your divine abilities as the god of life ah, up to level okay. four? Okay, so I get the life detect ability. Right. The cure wounds ability as right. a, okay. Uh, detect poison and disease, and then immunity to poison and disease. Okay, so while you're sitting in this chair, and resting, um, you hear some commotion off to the side, mm -hmm. and you kind of like lazily look over, and it's like what? What? And you see uh, a large boar that is limping and looks confused. And some of the elves have like stepped back from it, and they have spears out, but they're not approaching it, and they look concerned. Mm. Okay, I want to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to life detect that mof. I want to see what's going on if I can. Roll insight? Is that what you want me to do? I mean, I don't think you have to. Okay. Uh, but you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead. Uh, roll medicine, actually. Okay. Medicine. That's With pretty advantage. weak. Okay. Because we're using this life force thing. Okay. Three plus whatever my medicine's going to be. It's going to be pretty weak. So th seven. Okay. You don't know what's wrong with it, but it's but there's something that's also the first time I've ever yeah. seen a boar any well, type of life like it's this. the first time you've, you've ever seen disease disease doesn't exist in your world oh it doesn't exist why would it right so yeah. this is something new yeah so this thing is heavily diseased and like you can see like like the, the, like there's exposed parts of its, uh, of its flesh that look like there are wounds that are old and weeping and aren't healing and there's maggots in some of the wounds and it's all horrible and upsetting but you don't understand any of it it's just mm. utterly repulsive and the maggots look like extra life so i'm like life is coming out of this thing right That's right weird. life is existing in this infection uh, and that word comes to you from one of the others and it's it's a confusing word and the imagery that it's associated with are, is very confusing what is infection azari is there right away and like looks at you, oh my lord, it is, it is rot. It is, it is a contamination of the flesh. Mm. I'm gonna turn into I'm gonna turn into Enid and try okay. to plumb this to yes. try to get a better idea. Maybe I have like a school nurse photos. Maybe some kind of Enid was Enid spent centuries as mm. a healer, and used to used to be a cleric. Used to cast healing magic. Understands it. And as soon mm. as you become Enid you feel this well inside you, mm -hmm. you reach out, you're almost not understanding what you're doing. You reach out your hand and this glow appears in the palm of your hand and then a glow appears in the creature's eyes and its side begins to glow and the wound yes. fills in with this crackling kind of wetness and a little cry comes out from the pig and then it's like, it's something more aware and more conscious and then it like lets out a little squeal and goes running off into the underbrush. Fantastic. Azari okay. is on his knees. Everyone who just saw that are on their so knees. Like cure wounds. That was cure wounds. Cure wounds. Yes. Yep. Involuntary. And, and, yes. And again, this is a this is a society that hasn't seen magic in 120 years. Yes. Yeah. But the second, but Enid mm -hmm. understood because Enid casts cure wounds all the time. Mm. So Enid was able to access what you can do through your flesh, and but his memory was 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 what let you do it without any effort whatsoever. Very cool. Rise. That's fine. And they do rise slowly, uh, but like not out of fear. Mm -hmm. Like this, didn't, like like what you just did was a beautiful miracle. This didn't like most of the stuff they do is like mostly out of worship, a little out of fear. Mm -hmm. There's no fear this time. Yes, there's only love and amazement. There's only joy with you. Even in you do stand as Eden. I in front uh, of them, I look to uh, Azari and say, cut your your palm lightly and azari just pulls out a knife looks you straight in the eye and and just cuts i would like to palm. use a uh, lay on hands and yeah. would restore that back azari just just shudders as you grasp their hand and you see this like light flow into their arm and their and their forearm and their palm and as your fingers slide back over his palm he's fully healed and there's tears in his eyes, just tears of joy, mm -hmm. and his arms are up near his face, and he's just trembling. Dry your eyes, my warrior. Instantly. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. I shall cut my tear ducts out. <laughs> I shall never cry again. And so the village is kind of like, like you know, you know, they've learned now that you know not to stay in gawk. That you mm. that you like the worship and you That's like nice. the reaction. Then get the fuck back to work. Right. And there's so, there's time for it. Sure, right. sure, sure. Just don't spend yeah. all day fawning yeah. over me. That's great yeah. and everything, but we have a job. We yes. we're supposed to be this worthy, wonderful people, and I'm gonna lead you in everything, but. Guys, we got to do it. And usually how that works out is that in these moments, like you'll be left standing there for a moment, mm -hmm. contemplating, and they'll just all go back to what they're doing in mm -hmm. half a minute, a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes. You may not move. You may just stand there and think yeah. and then just continue on with what you were doing. Right. That's kind of how I'm doing it too. Like, this ability happens. Like, let me think about this for a second. That's consulting the voices, I guess. Yeah. And you feel so to... safe. That right. you can just be utterly immobile in front of them and not worry at all because you know that all of them are there to die for you. Huh. Yes. I have this this magic. This magic. magic, magic, magic this magic, power. Magic. As I was birthed from the tree, I may... I, like a tree heals its wounds, I can heal the wounds of others and maybe myself. There's like a temptation, like, there's like a, yeah, there's a temptation to be like your fingers kind of me. like, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like, just walk up to a Zari, cut me, right? This the absolute terror. That would face. be a vesting moment. Yeah. I can't do that. Do it. No, it's, uh, the, I would say that, you know, for, for you, your hands, you know, like your fingers kind of like glide over this dagger that you've been mm -hmm. given, right? You just like, like, you just kind of gently finger the edge and, and there's a danger to the edge of a knife, right? Mm -hmm. But for you in this thought, in this belief, in this idea that you can just heal yourself, that danger is something so very different. Mm. And now so dangerous, but in such a different way, much like all these other emotions feel so dangerous yet so enticing. That's kind of how you feel about that. Oh, the psychopathy is bubbling up. Rested. Oh, I would say so. The uh, the the uh, day goes by, right? And e and you have done your sleep. Like you have woken mm -hmm. up from your sleep, and the day is now turning into evening. So by the time you kind of come out of it, mm -hmm. right, the sun is is now just falling. Like like the 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 rocks in the uh, sun sets in the west. The rocks in mm. the west are glowing red. On Earth, they do in Calgun. It's what they have you to. Want. They got to. I can't make it different. Like I again, I bought this program to map out, um, it basically maps out how a, how a solar system works and it shows you the math and it, and it recreates it as a model. And it is supposed to, supposedly, to help you understand it. And so I thought, okay, I'm gonna make an Earth-like planet, make a sun, and I'm gonna make one extra moon. Oh, you told right? me about this. And it was so confusing and so difficult and so complex immediately that I was like, you know what, F this, I'm just gonna make it just like Earth. Yeah, That's you even brought in be. your own time scale too. Yeah. Well, that was dumb, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't. I thought it was cool. I just I cut off. Well, I just I just wanted to round it all off, right? So mm -hmm. instead of a seven day week, it's a six day week. Each month has five weeks, six days, five weeks, thirty days, right? There are twelve months, three sixty. Done. There's nothing special. There's there's not little tendrils coming up and down. Right. Like this 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 month is longer. This one. No, it's no. twelve. It's twelve of them. They're thirty days each, and that's it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 clean. It's concise. It's it, it's it's simple. There's not two days off a week. It's one day off a week. So I named your scouts. <laughs> so okay, I'll write it so, down. So so actually, I got to get rid of one of them because uh, Barry, Larry, Terry, Jerry, and Gary. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so Sigma travels with uh with uh Zari and Asonia. Asonia. I have to run and write that down. And then Jerry, Barry, Larry. Terry and Gary. Yeah. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yep. A Sonia. And ten and nine scouts. <laughs> and nine other scouts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sigma travels with Azari, a Sonia, and nine scouts under his banner, each running a giant hyena. A pair of scouts were sent ahead to Abasti in order to secure food and supplies for, for Sigma. Your scouts' names are Talindra. T A L I N D R A, mm -hmm. Viron, Siron. I pledge my allegiance, my my master. That's right, Lithoniel. They can never corrupt us again. 
L-E-T-H-O-N-E-L. Pira. P-Y-R-A. P-what? P-Y-R-A. Okay. Galen. G-A-E-L-I-N. Uh-huh. Rolum. R-O-L-I-M. Saria. S-A-R-I-A. And Lorsan. L-O-R-S-O-N. Lorsan. Yes. Those are your nine scout elves. By the nine. By the nine. And then, of, and, and then of course, you have... Uh, now, so oh you've been God, riding with Azari and Asonia for a while. And Azari, I mean, Azari is competent, right? He's, a, he's, he, he's naturally physically gifted, and it seems to make him lazy. Like, he's impressed with his own abilities. And he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's a good rider and a good fighter and a good scout. Mm-hmm. But he's nothing compared to Asonia and this laser scalpel sharpness that she has and and how careful she is and how much care she takes and how aware she is at any given moment how mm-hmm. she's very very hard to just to distract unlike azari okay so, yeah so you can kind of see maybe it wasn't worth killing him but you can kind of see where asonia was coming from as in like he's the weak link if there's going to be a weak link in this chain it's a little weak around him I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to kill him. Right. No, no, no. That's like you should. I'm just saying that you're that, that you're able to kind of see where her viewpoint right, comes. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So after that, um, after the night of uh, you, uh, sorry, after the day of you uh, resting and then them praying for you and you casting magic for the first time and yes. reaching into this divine pool of magic you seem to have uh, with the help of uh, Ingrid, not Ingrid. Enid. Enid, why? Why can't I do it? That's okay. So with the help of Enid, you're able to tap into this magic, this magic that he had known centuries ago. You're able to tap into it and cast it with ease. And that mm-hmm. was your first spell. And those and those those spells come from, come from those spells come from a well of magic within you. You pray for your spells. You didn't really realize you were even doing it, but you pray for these magics. Uh, would you pray at dawn or at dusk? Let's see, we are nocturnal people, so I would pray at dusk then. So the which beginning of the, the morning. sun elf day. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the beginning of your day, which is at dusk. So when you wake up, you pray at dusk, and you, it's... I pray to so, myself. Right. No, you definitely... Who else would you pray to? Of yes, course. I yeah. swear an oath of conquest yeah. to myself. It's, it's, it's really meditation, right? Mm-hmm. More than it is prayer. It's like you and your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So you sit there with your own thoughts and you contemplate your day and you focus your energies and therefore you gather these magics to you. You hone and shape your divinity into these tangible magics that are then at the ready yes. for, you to deal, for, you, for, for you to use in the day or I the night. I will continue to decipher and make it easier. Excellent. All right. So you've gathered those all to you. You have prayed and rested they have gathered most of the supplies up from the oasis and it's now about a week uh, from what they're reckoning to the temple of Sephora. okay all right so you head out now as you head out you are riding down and you know that this uh that this temple there is a path from the main road that has not mm-hmm. been used in many times you guys are coming at it from uh, from directly the from the north you're, you're just traveling over sand dunes to reach it while the wagons assuming there are going to be wagons, mm-hmm. should be able to get on the road and it'll probably get there either when you're there or soon after you're there. Yeah, the wagons are going to come from the from the town. Correct. So, so, so they'll go south on the road mm-hmm. and probably at some point either be approaching you or being parallel to you, right? right. And, and like they'll it, hit a path and then they'll travel west inwards to meet you. And then by the time I'm there, I'm really going to need some food. Hopefully yeah, you'll be hungry. Some, hopefully they'll bring some sleighs. I'm going to I'm have to take a point of exhaustion or two. By the time you get there, you'll be hungry. Every day after that, you'll start taking points of, of exhaustion and just, and just staring at these lovely elves who would happily give up their delicious brains. You yes. know? Yeah. As they're like all cowed around you, washing your legs, right. washing your arms, and, and I mean, so close at the scent of their brains. And I mean, I could really, and they would give themselves, yes, 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 but, 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 I need them. I These need are precious them. lives. Yes. Yes. They, it, 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 I'm really I, caught in a bind here. It's such a weird thing for you too, because this idea that, that this, I mean, there was stock, there was cattle and the <laughs> life was brought to you, right? Yeah. But there was a huge amount of it. It was easily controlled and maintained. And, in, and it, there was never this idea that you would go hungry 
Like you were lower caste level, so you were fed every two weeks. You were fed when you needed it. But it was just when you were starting to think about food, right? You weren't hungry that first day. You were getting hungry. That next day you would have been, you know, in pain. But but it, it wasn't like you were being starved, right? Mm-hmm. So it's weird to think about food as something that you have to be careful with. It's also weird to think about food as individuals, which is what you're doing. Mm-hmm, you're, yes. you're thinking about them and interacting with them as people now, and that's strange for you. Yeah, they are still beneath me, though. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yes. You know, and 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 you quite and you encourage them literally placing themselves beneath <laughs> right. you. So yes, you want to underline that I'm fact. I'm going to levitate above. <laughs> right. right. So do you, right. Want me to, do you want me to roll on the journey to the ruins? So of Safari? what is the? So what's the plan? You're just going to keep heading south? Yes. What we're going to do is we're going to continue on and about when we see the ruins of Sephora and before we actually get into the ruins, I want to be sure I'm, I'm going to try to life detect at into the ruins. And then what we're going to do is before we go in there proper, we're going to find a spot where we can suit up in all of our armor. We're going to don our armor, totally. don our weapons, and we're going to enter the ruins, see what we can do to use, to turn it into a base of operations so we can launch our raids. <laughs> so focused. All right. I would like you then to, uh, so what are you, so what are you doing during this journey? Are you just thinking and considering and, and are you, are you doing anything mm. active as well? That's a great as, question. As well. As we're riding along, I mean, like you were saying, I can't spend too much time in one one skin or another otherwise i get these weird feedback loops and i freaking hate that's annoying so uh i will i'll rotate between the uh the sun elves and sigma and what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to life detect and then i'm also trying to i mean i know it's going to be i don't have to focus on the actual riding but if it's a lot of trudgery i'm going to try to i mean if especially if i know that enid was some kind of healer I want to focus on. I'm trying to discover my innate magical abilities. Sure. This pool of magic that sure. I. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. So this uh, pool of magical abilities. Are you going back to Enoch for? Enid. Yeah, are you going back to Enid for that? Are you going to go back like like as far? So you're kind of riding along, mm. right? And it's you know it's most of the day is just and well, sorry most of the night is just this kind of like swaying back and forth riding, just mm-hmm. quiet. Not a lot of talk, not a lot of chatter, Mm -hmm. plenty of time to think. You know what I really want to do is I just want to, during that time, I imagine my character Sigma looking up at the stars and seeing strange constellations there. I mean, the... And and they're brilliant. I mean, on a clear night, you can see everything. There's there's no artificial light here. There's no pollution. Seeing the sand dunes. I just want to paint that picture of the caravan of giant hyenas tiptoeing its way through the dunes toward this gigantic ruin yeah Mm, yeah i like that imagery that atmosphere there trying to ponder what pools of magic i have access to since my birth let's imagine it's it's the third night because this is the third night of travel and your thoughts are easily are beginning to slip more and more into this you know ethereal kind of realm, right? Right. I mean, I'm kind of drifting in the sand. Yeah. yeah. And so like, and as the nights have been going on, the moon has been getting fuller and fuller. And on this third night, this crystal clear night, the moon is so very full. And you hadn't really paid attention to this bef- before, but there's a very bright and flickering star in the, in the sky, this pale green dot that seems to glow brighter than anything else. And You've also begun to notice it during the day too, so that's odd. That's something you definitely hasn't seen. That's not something that that is something you definitely has not seen before. In addition, the moon it's in its fullness is almost overwhelming, almost oppressive, almost feels like you want to get out from underneath it. Ayus, do you watch me now? Do you think in your head or do you say it out loud? I say it out loud. Okay. I would like you to roll. As Enid. Yeah, okay. Do as you Enid. watch us now, yeah. I use. You want me to roll something? I would like you to roll a d20. 13. Okay, so you say that, and you all kind of crest this ridge, this particularly large dune. And on the other side of it is a salt flat that stretches out beyond the horizon. This, this perfect, flat, 
brittle salt fat. Uh, I'm sorry, salt flat. And Urels have never seen one bef before, so they kind of hold up. And Azari approaches and taps with his spear this thin layer of salt that, again, just stretches out everywhere. And as he taps it and punches and punches through it, there's water beneath it, and it's teeming with small microscopic life. It's teeming with life. Teeming with life. D how how deep is it? So the water right now at the I edges. We know, yeah, yeah. At the edges, it's like a couple a couple feet, maybe, maybe in half a foot. I dismount, okay, and I go to the salt water, and I want to see if it's warm. I mean, I imagine mm. it's been baked by the sun. It's so very it's, warm, so it's still warm. Yeah, quite warm. Yeah, and I want to see. So is this? I want to know if. I want to be able to... Let me see. Perception. Sure. Okay. 10 plus 14. Okay. What I'm trying to determine is if this is a layer of salt over the top of a gigantic ocean, like a body of water. Sure. Or if this water is just like a puddle and then it's the rest of the salt. I just... I'm trying to... I'm trying to... It, get a closer look at this. Definitely continues for a while. So it so it certainly seems seems like a thin layer of salt, uh, maybe a couple inches over a body of water. You're not quite sure how deep it gets. It seems to be rather shallow for a while. So it, mm -hmm. it could just be a large, shallow body of water. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely water under all this salt. Whatever this salt is, it is forming on top of the water. Okay. Uh, then what I want to do is I want to call for a clay jug. Okay. I want to scoop up some of this salt water and make sure I get some microbes in there. Sure. And where my mind is thinking is pretty devious. I'm thinking of if these are more corruption and diseases and I am immune to them, I can cover my body in them. Okay. And be like a walking CDC nightmare for my enemies. <laughs> okay. So you start to collect so some of So I just want to collect some water. of the micro yeah, water. Sure. I don't so know the why. Micro water. No. Okay. Whatever. The, yeah. the yeah. super salty, the super alkaline uh, microbe water. You've been to uh, collect it. As you do, you kind of like look out over this wide, flat area, and there's a shimmer in the distance, and you can just barely make out a person, some humanoid. I ask my, um, stay here, my warriors. And they, and like they're all tense, and Azari does not want to stay here, but does but you can you can, you can read their at this point you can read all their surface thoughts easily you don't have to try mm, yes. but it's available to you azari is worried but agrees asonia okay. is concerned but agrees so what i'm going to do is i'm going to don my armor okay i'm going well they put their armor on you the second you move for it they move to help okay, you so yeah. i yeah I, I don don my armor yep. and i have a weapon and it is under the stars i want to uh how strong is the... Am I going to punch through this layer of salt if I walk on it? It's a good, it's a good a question. As you, as you think that, just as you think, will I punch through this salt? Can it support me? You've... Um, uh, Asari ties uh, the plating over your calves and feet and ties it around the back of your ankles, kisses both of your boots, and then rises to meet you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Now, I don't know what to say. Do you right. What would you say? Right? right. Remain silent yeah. after something like that. Absolutely. And it's just like, like and, and then they both kind of step to the side and like open their arms to gesture towards the salt flats in front of you. What do you do? Okay. And then, what, what are you right now? Who are you wearing? Sigma. Okay. Excellent. I am going to shuffle my tentacled ass toward the potential mirage there. And what I want to do is I want to detect life. Is this a live thing or is this a is this a mirage? Sure. Yes, there's life. Okay. Yeah, but it's strong and also pale. It's weird. It's it's like it's an incredibly strong life, but it also feels like a pale version of it. Like it's not all of it. Like maybe it's just a reflection of that life. You're not sure. Okay, my instinct is to go, this is Ayus. Ayus okay. is watching us now, but I don't want to say that to the warriors. Sure. So I will walk augustly toward this life. You put your first, like what? Okay, so your legs are what? Are they like just kind of thin, spindly, kind of like long-toed feet? What are they? What do you have on, like, what are your legs? I've never seen mind flayer legs. I know, me neither. So are they legs? Is it more of like a snake thing? Do you have more like what a squid would have? Or do you, or are you like Google a... Let's Google image it real quick. Okay, hang on. Wait, I'm going to pause real quick. 
All right, so so you have legs. They're they're narrow, much like the rest of you. This kind of like tall, like extra thin, tall. And they're in boots right thing. now. I mean, they're in weird ass boots. Are you wearing weird ass boots? Yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't. Do be you going wear barefoot. shoes most of the time? Yeah, I wouldn't go barefoot, would I? I don't know. Like, what does your like like our shoes something? Your society does like. Well, I mean, I imagine the sand would be super hot. It'd be without super them, hot, right? Without so, them. Okay, good. So they would make sense. So you step down onto this salt thing and you feel it crunch beneath your boot, right? Which would be so weird for you to wear because you've never worn them before. So it just crunch down beneath this boot, but you don't step all the way through it. You're able to walk on top of this, of the surface of this salt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, I want to walk toward the, the life okay. that I see. All right. So, you know, crunch, 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 crunch. And you walk um, for, uh, I'd say about five or six minutes um as i watch my contingent grow to like a faint dot and sure. the dunes behind yep. me it starts to grow to a dot this starts to get larger wind begins to pick up around you it mm-hmm. starts to blow some of the salt around it stings your eyes mm-hmm. you have to keep bringing a hand up you know to guard no I'm, I'm sorry you would have those goggles they built for you okay so at some point i guess you just flip those down to protect your eyes okay all right and you're just kind of walking through this wind and sand that gets stronger and stronger Okay, um, walking through the wind and the sand that's getting stronger and stronger, and I've got to try to shield myself against it. Yeah, well, it's something because as you're getting How so far away, is the I'd say you're now about like 200 feet. There's this pillar of pale light that seems to shine upwards from in front of you and reach towards the moon above. Mm-hmm. And there's this glowing in the sand as it swirls around, and this salt and sand that's bitter and st- and stinging is almost completely obfuscating this light as it swirls around it all right unafraid i will uh, i will continue in t- i will continue on and call out Ayus, do you watch us now all right excellent so you i would like you to roll a constitution save and you have to roll yours okay so nine nine okay so it gets to the point where you can't fight against it any longer you're about maybe 20 feet away and you're grasping and reaching towards this light but you've just now fallen to your knees and the wind is whipping at you and you feel it kind of sting and bite into your flesh it's eating at the corner of your goggles and getting into your eyes and making them water Mm -hmm. what do you do i want to change then into uh oris uh he's a little more fit for this kind of a thing and i'm going to try to stand again and this time i'm going to activate one of my uh channel divinity abilities it's called conquering presence nice so taken aback by this kind of game i'm going to stand clench my fists and i know i just changed into uh oris i'm actually going to change right back out of it like no i can do this as my original form okay and activate what i call what is called the conquering presence so as an action i force any creature of my choice uh that i can see to make a wisdom saving throw okay on a failed save the creature becomes frightened of you for one minute but what i'm trying to do really is i'm trying to roll intimidate i'm trying to intimidate what I know is what I, what, yeah, what he thinks really strongly is I use. Right. So conquering presence to try to, to, to intimidate, do we roll intimidation? Yeah. I would roll intimidation. I like that. Okay. 19. That didn't plus, count. You uh, dropped. No, it's, no, it's that doesn't fine. count. Okay. No, 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 okay, no. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. 19 plus what? Uh, plus six. 19 so, plus six so is 25. 25. Okay. To intimidate. Ha. All right. So. There is a, the wind just dies. You're standing up to fight against it. It it just dies. And and then there's just this perfectly clear night, this, you know, sand and salt kind of falls in a rain around you as the winds just collapse. And there's this uh, young boy, uh, probably about eight or nine, uh, human, but pale much like your elves, but without the red-rimmed eyes, and it's a different, it's not really pale, it's more like ivory. It's more like if his flesh was made of the palest ivory, but could move and dance. And he's just like one of the most beautiful creatures you've ever seen in your life. And he's just standing there. He's within 30 feet? hmm Okay. Does he have to roll the wisdom save? No, yeah, I mean, he's a concrete presence. That's fine. Yeah. That was the intimidation thing. Yeah. I will just simply nod, you know, and agree. Like, I'm glad you turned that 
thanks for turning the shower off. I appreciate that. That's real nice. So you have been watching us journey across this desert. You have guided the sun elves in your previous life across this desert. And I call out your name. I seek your temples to ask you a few questions. But it is good to, to make your acquaintance. As I like fumble with a greeting, right? Sure. So this is a, this is a creature that I know... I don't, I'm a little more confused. I don't know if I'm trying to, because remember, remember I was like, are all gods like this? Do right. all the gods feel like they're this isolated, weird thing? So sure. unsure how to act and I'm kind of frustrated with myself because of it. But uh, maybe I used just needs a friend. Maybe I'm going to just in my mind flare form. Sure. Pleasure to meet you. And the little boy just kind of looks up at you. Head kind of tilts to the side. And they point and just point off to the south and the west. Sorry, off to the south and the east. I do not look away. Right. Instead, I want to ask. Do the old alliances hold firm? Puts their left arm down that they're pointing with. Extends their right arm and a, there's a branch just in their hand. It seems to almost fall out of their sleeve. And they begin to draw in the sand in front of you. And as they draw, the pictures kind of almost come to life. So it draws a circle and, that, and, and then sand falls away from that, from that circle and a moon rises out of the desert, this tiny moon, and begins to, to turn in front of you. Then they draw lines and contours in the sand and it begins to form into the edge of Cow Gun and the planet begins to rotate, like rise up out of the sand, rotate and then rotate back into yes. the sand. You're just seeing that part where the moon touches. Strikes it, yes. And then begins to draw other things and you see the temple to Sephor. You see a, like a little bead, like a couple animals kind of dance about. You see a pig that turns into a giraffe that turns into a seal that crashes it back into the ocean waters. There's all these like weird little things that you're being shown. And then they put the stick down firmly into the crust of the planet and flick it backwards and time rotates backwards. And then you see the moon and then you see directly beneath the moon, you see this like flower that is all flowers, all petals, yes. all, you know, thorns leaves, all thorns, all vines, everything, every bit of, of life for this flower exists in one moment. Yes. And there's a connection and then there's a shattering and then the earth kind of rotates back to where it, it is. And you see the moon and you see the flower, but they're separated. You speak in or don't speak in riddles. They draw a box around them in the middle of the air as they're facing you. So in between you and them, they've drawn an outline, this tall, thin rectangle. And gold traces it through the air until it becomes a frame. And then inside the frame, a mirror up appears. You can see through the mirror to see them, but you also see your own, ref you also see your own reflection over them in the mirror. I wish to, to aid you, and I wish for your aid as well, and I wish for answers, but I cannot promise them immediately with these riddles. I may call on you, you may call on me, but before I leave tonight, please answer me plainly at least one question. What am I the arisen god of? As you ask that, you start to notice that the sand is shifting. So now you're looking into the mirror and you're seeing them behind the mirror, through the mirror, right? And the sand around them is shifting and writhing and beginning to be kicked aside until it's this mass all around them. And then snakes begin to burst from the ground all around them. They just piling on top of each other, filling everything you can see in front of you. And then you feel something grasp at your foot mm. and you look down and dozens of snakes are winding the way up their legs. I'm going to levitate. Okay. If I can to get out of the way of this, you go to levitate. I need you to uh, roll a, uh, we're going to do a pose, a strength. Ooh, I rolled 
called a natural one. Oh, four. So you do pull away. Okay. Now, there are two dozen snakes already on you. And so you pull away and you're kind of raising up and they're, you know, quickly crawling up your body. And I'm assuming you're like pulling them off yes, and throwing them throwing to the crowd. Them down. Right. So one what of them. Treachery is this. Yeah, one of them wraps around your throat and then slides in between your your tendrils so it's like like it becomes like one of your own tendrils and it kind of begins to merge into your face as it's as its mouth comes around to your ear hisses in your ear and says 